Yo, yo, what's good with you? I'm so glad that you're here. You're listening to the Babbling Witch Jazz podcast, and this episode is titled The Return. Yes, for six months, I put this podcast on hold, um, and I used the six months to be honest and transparent with myself, um, really investigate my heart, um, and just really do some just some soul work and deliverance. Do you hear me? Um, And I'm glad to be back. I was a little nervous at first though. I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to see later on in this episode. And this episode is me just talking about a little bit of uh, my absence, but also talking about what it means when we say that we want to be generational curse breakers or when we say that we want to truly live for God, that we have to understand that we have to surrender um, our plan. Uh, We have to surrender our desires, um, surrender uh, and die to our flesh and if you are someone, and we all have a sinful nature, we all have a carnal nature, right? So imagine, right, for so long, you were doing things one way, okay? And it doesn't help that the world, this world that we live in is influenced by carnality. So, you know, now you're called and you're, you're in a place now because you've given your life to Christ because you 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 know that he's redeemed you, right? So now you've given your life to Christ and now you have to adopt this new mindset and go from a worldly way of thinking to now a kingdom way of thinking because you know that though we're here on earth, this is not our home, that we are from a different kingdom in the spirit, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, where the true ultimate power resides. No other spiritual force has anything, not even, doesn't even come close to the power of God. And that is what this world needs in this moment and in this season, in this time in history. The world needs to see the power of God demonstrated. So with that, in this episode, I was being transparent about that, like my struggles with that. And honestly, before I put up and even ended the podcast, that was what I was struggling with. It's this, you know, back and forthness in my mind of, oh, I got to die to this. And that grief, you have to grieve and, and go through this process of I'm, that was the old me, but now I'm a new creature in Christ. If you give your life to Christ and you're still the same, like, do you have any fruit to um, be used as evidence that, you know, <laughs> That's a little concerning. It really is. So this episode, I was just open about that. And I just want to leave off with this before we begin is that um, life is a life full of processes. And it doesn't matter how big or small, but there's life, you're going to have processes. And the goal is to embrace each and every step of that process and ask God to um, show and reveal to you what does he want you to take away and understand in each and every single phase of that process. You can't run from it. Trust me, I tried multiple times. It doesn't work. So we're better off just embracing the process cry if you need to scream if you need to but still go forth okay so i'm so excited that you're here tuning in let's begin the show what's popping y'all you're listening to the babbling with jazz podcast where i your host jasmine charlie hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth i'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid 
So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. Welcome back to the Babbling with Jazz podcast. I hope you're doing well. Um, for those who are new here, hey, what's good with you? My name is Jazz. Um, I started this podcast in 2018. Um, this is something um, that uh, I believe the Lord was all, always wanted me to do. I just never did it, mainly because I wasn't a big podcast type of girl. Like I didn't listen to podcasts didn't know what it was. Um, but after I stepped out on faith and just began the podcast, um, I was able to see, um, just the impact, the impact that comes with using your voice and being really a vessel for God while doing so. Um, so here on my podcast, I'm very transparent, um, about my journey and my desires for all of us to just be all who God has called us to be on our journeys. So, um, in whichever way the Lord uses me half the time, um, I don't even know what I'm saying. And I know from the outside looking in, um, it, it, it looks like, well, you're not prepared and stuff like that. And I, I usually have an idea, but sometimes I don't. And it's not even like from a place of lack of preparation, but more so how I see the Lord using me and how the Lord uses me. This is my own, listen, testimony. This is my story. Okay. Um, he takes over. I literally remember there was one time and if my mentee Taverlin, I love you. Shout out to you. I love this girl so much. My mentee Taverlin is my witness and my sister, Christine. I, there was, um, this one event, this is like a random, like fun fact story real quick. And I'm going to get back to the show. There was a time though, serious. This is an honest to God story. I was, um, asked to be a keynote speaker at this event, right? So mind you, I was, I was told about this event way like prior. So I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm praying. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? Lord, what is it going to be? What's the thing? What I need to prepare? What are you going? Literally the Lord was not telling me jack squat about what I need to talk about. Mind you, I'm the keynote speaker come to the event. Still don't know. Don't know what is happening. I talked to my mentee Tay literally like a couple minutes before I go on and I'm telling her girl straight up. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. Like I've been praying and asking God, okay, give me clarity. And like, what do you want me to say? Like, I want to prepare notes, nothing. And literally got that mic in my hand, bow, just flowing. Holy spirit, just flowing. So for me, it's when I say this is a Holy Spirit led podcast, I mean that this is how I operate. So I'm saying that to say that even with this season, and I realize because for those who don't know, season three, our theme is generational curse breaker. And even when the Lord gave me that word and that theme, I did not take that lightly. I didn't, I, I still don't take it lightly. That is a big thing. And I know it's so easy. It is so easy to say with our mouths, I'm a generational curse breaker. But when it comes to hmm, aligning your actions with what a generational curse breaker is, that is a whole different story. So like I was saying, even like in my preparation for season three, all these episodes going to be pre-recorded and even in my, you know, hiatus or whatever, however people want to call it, the Lord is showing me, you gotta, you gotta allow room for me to, to move. Yeah. You pre-recorded some really bomb episodes. I'm not taking away from the episodes and the interviews that I've done with people, but who's to say, and this is what it means to allow God to be the center of your life, to allow God to be Lord over your life. Lord means owner. Do you own your life or does God own your life? Who are you letting lead and take charge? And I'm saying this because when we don't allow God to lead us fully because of our lack of submission or 
because of our disobedience, which is really like a submission, you get what I'm saying. We now are out of alignment with whatever, like with his will, which in essence, his will is for us. His will not only protects us, his will also comes with benefits because he's a good, good, what father, meaning he going to protect, he's going to provide, he's going to give you um, the power to, and the grace to go forth and do whatever it is that you were called and assigned to do, because you're not here on earth just to be lollygagging. Like we're all here on assignment. So when the Lord dropped in my bucket in my spirit around this time last year, probably even before that, honestly, and I'm going to lie and said generational curse breaker, I'm like, Lord, this is big. Hold up. What you talking about? Like I'm here for it, but that's big because for me to be on this podcast and mind you, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I'm going to keep it straight up. Y'all know how I do. I'm transparent. This is who I am. Listen, if you don't know by now, then, oh, well, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Listen, when I was on this hiatus, I, hmm, Jesus, in the beginning, I I really enjoyed it. And it was to the point that the Lord had to like pick at me and point like, hey, don't get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable and think that you're not ever going to come back. Because I didn't say cancel the podcast and end it. No, no, don't get too comfortable. But me, I was getting comfortable. Why? I was getting comfortable because it's like, well, okay, this is a season I can just focus on me. Um, Lord, I want you to reveal my heart. What are some things in my heart that need to be uprooted? What are some things in my life that are hindering me from really experiencing the fullness of your glory in my life, from me experiencing the fullness of my own life and my own elevation and me becoming all who you've called me to be? Point it out, show it to me, deliver me, Lord, please, right? And in this time, and just not even having an obligation to run a podcast, mind y'all, this is my senior year. I'm about to graduate um, from the Prairie View A&M University with my bachelor's in science um, in nutrition and food sciences. Uh, and my concentration is dietetics. I have to say all that. Yes. I graduate next Saturday. <laughs> so like literally I had school and I'm not making it seem like I'm complaining, but I'm saying for me, if you're looking from it, from my standpoint, or somebody, even my, my business owners here, you have all these obligations. So if, and if you feel, okay, Lord, you say, put this on hold. Okay, bad, period. I'm on vacation. I'm, that's one less thing I have to worry about. <laughs> right. And for me as well, like I t- said earlier, I was really called into this podcast industry. This isn't something that I generally said, I, when I grow up, I want to do podcasts. That was never my thing. And I'm saying that to say, um, those who know me, like no, no, no me know that I'm really at heart an ambivert. An ambivert is somebody who's all an uh, introvert and an extrovert mixed together. I'm a people person. I love people. I'm a chop it up with you. I'm a tea with you. What's good? How you doing? Let's chat. Let's discuss. But at the same time, I love my quiet time. At the same time, I love my me time. I love my me time and I really need my me time. I really honor my me time. Like, I mean, just me, myself and Holy Spirit. What you doing? Okay. So when I start, when the podcast started um, gaining momentum and it started spreading, I mean, and Lord, Lord, they know my Lord, you know, my heart that I'm coming from a humble place when I say this going walking on campus going here going there like you the girl with the podcast you know so knowing that now I, there's off bat regardless but there's there's a specific um uh, standard that I need to set for myself or present myself because it's like it's expected right 
And even just like, like I said, since I'm like a, a ambivert, there's part of me I like to be, I really love being low key behind the scenes. I like making an impact behind the scenes. Y'all could keep the, the you know, the flashy lights. Everybody needs to know your name, fame and all that. I, I, I really could care less about that. I really care about impact. I'm really passionate about impact. So I was like, Lord, why can't I just make an impact from behind the scenes? Because I know that people, um, you know, I, I know, I know that my voice, um, is an impact. I know that you use my voice to, to, to really meet and, and, and minister to your people. I know that, but Lord, is, is there a way that I can be behind the scenes with it? And because in my, and, and so that was kind of like the thing that was, the Lord was like, don't get too comfortable. You, you, you know, like I'm calling you back, you, you know, your, your little, you know, time out is over. It's starting to come to an end. I need you to come back. Don't get too comfortable. And part of me didn't want it. Part of me was getting a little bit overwhelmed about even coming back or even putting myself out there like that because of just, I don't know, when, when, just knowing that people are watching you, people see you. And I'm not saying this in a negative way. And I love the support. I love y'all. I, I do not, I'm like, I, 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 huh, I love the support. And I thank you for the support. And I pray that you keep supporting. But I had to know, learn that this is just something that comes with the assignment, with the call. I don't make the rules here. I just got to be led by the spirit. So, okay, Lord, you know, I can't be so comfortable in my comfortability that I'm not in position to be used by God. Because if I don't position myself to be used by God, what am I here for? What am I doing? God doesn't waste time. Everything he does is intentional. Everything he does from the things that he created that we see in the book of Genesis, even though even down to the situations that happened in every single story in the Bible and even in your life, in our lives, he's intentional to the T. He doesn't waste time. He's 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 a God of purpose. And even right now, the Holy Spirit is even bringing back to my uh, my recollection um, of of uh, the story of Jesus and the fig tree when Jesus cursed the fig tree because the fig tree wasn't doing what it was created to do. Because if you're not doing what you're created to do, why are you here? What are you doing? So for me, I had to say, what, what helped me get up, and this is to inspire somebody who the Lord has been telling you, you need to start this. You need to go out and go forth and launch. You need to do this. And you're worried, what, but Lord, I'm still struggling on this. I had to like get to a place in understanding at this point, I'm just being obedient. Because if you don't, the more that you uh, prolong it and push it back, now you're in disobedience. Now you're in disobedience. And see, for me, even during the time when I posted my last episode, I apologize. That's the name. I was at a point where I was like, I was allowing the lies of the enemy to make me feel like I was incapable of being in alignment with breaking generational curses off my bloodline. Like I, I, <laughs> I allowed the, this, this, this clown to really make me feel like Girl, who is you? You still struggling in X, Y, and Z, but you, you know, as if deliverance isn't my port, like, isn't literally my birthright, as if freedom isn't literally my birthright. You know what I mean? 
Like picking out and pointing out the little tiny small things. Oh, you do this. You, 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 you walk like this. You talk like, like these little, little things. Because I, the enemy wanted me to, to lose confidence and, and really forget my identity in essence. And made me feel like I had to be this perfect, clear cut, uh, straight to the T person for me to make an impact. Have every single possible duck in a row. Like there's no room for any mistakes at all. Any mistakes at all. And that's just, that, that just wasn't true. It just wasn't true. So even when God was calling me back, I'm like, but God, I'm, I, I, feel, I don't feel ready. I don't feel equipped for this. I, I really don't feel equipped for this. <laughs> I really don't feel equipped for this. I was sounding like Moses. Moses was like, Lord, I can't speak. <laughs> hey, hallelujah, Jesus. I can't speak. I got this little, you know, this, this stuttering problem. How you want me to go in front of Pharaoh? What you talking about, Lord? I can't do that. I can't even speak. God is like, why are you worrying about what you can't do? Look at me. I'm going to give you the words to say. You're not even going to be speaking on your own accord because I'm coming through. So I need you to go forth. So I said, okay, God, I'm going to just, I'm doing this out of obedience. I'm doing this out of obedience. I never in my 22 years of living would have ever thought that one of the many ways, emphasis on many, I'm not limited to this platform. I was still doing things behind the scene, but I'm saying that one of the many ways that God uh, desires to use me is through speaking and even in the platform of podcasting and radio. I didn't know that. And even starting this, when, when, when we think about breaking generational curses, when we think about uh, being kingdom uh, business owners, different things like that, it... it, it there's a responsibility and I don't take it lightly. And I think that was another thing that was kind of getting my, Ugh, I'm nervous about this. God, how can you use me? Because I don't play about souls. Do you hear me? I don't play about souls. And I know that there's souls attached to this podcast. Someone's deliverance and breakthrough is attached to this podcast. And when you know that, when you know that there are people counting on you and people who don't even know that they're counting on you are counting on you. Come on, somebody. When you don't know that, I mean, when, when you know that, it, it huh, Jesus, it, it like puts like this type of pressure. I don't even want to say pressure in like a negative way, but it one for me births humility. It makes like, Lord, I literally need you. I surrender everything to you because I don't want to do anything out of place. I don't want to um, go forth and do anything prematurely. I want to make sure that whenever um, I go forth and do something that one, you have led me to do it and you are seeing me through it. You ain't just going to leave me there. And then I just, when I finally get there, I'm doing my own thing. No, Lord, please lead me and then guide me through it at when I get there. You get what I'm saying? So for me, it was this pressure because I didn't, I understood, I know that I have an impact. I, and we all do. We, you, you, we all have, we all impact people in whichever way or sphere that the Lord has called you to make an impact. Okay. So this is just mine that I'm talking about. And when I'm talking about, okay, this journey of breaking generational curses, because it's so easy for people to, for us to say that with our mouth. Oh, okay. I'm the generational curse breaker of my family. 
But no, when it comes to actually, huh, getting your actions in alignment with what a generational curse breaker is, that's a different story. And then you see the numbers of those who, who are serious about this starting to go down. Because now it's easy for us to pr- profess it with our mouth. Kind of like uh, what the word says, you know, they, you know they, so, they profess with their mouths that they love me, but in their hearts, they're, they're far from me. Like in your heart, your heart is, is, is so far from what that generational curse breaker would even look like because you, you still haven't been delivered in that area. You still haven't surrendered in that area. You get what I'm saying? There's no way that you can be in full alignment Well, putting a stop to certain things in your bloodline, not even certain things, anything that is not destined by the, in the will of God for your family and in general for your life, you have to, you have, you, you can't do that out in your own strength. It's impossible. You literally have to be led by God. And when that comes, that means that your spirit and now your flesh, which we all should should know by now, that they're at war with each other. So that means what you would want to do, you can't even operate from the place of what you used to do, what you desire, what what your flesh wants. You literally have to die to your flesh. And that's the thing. A lot of us don't want to die to our flesh. And I don't even blame you. I, I, I understand. I understand. Because it hurts. It's sacrifice. This is what you genuinely want. But our hearts are wicked. We literally need to be led by God. We cannot be deceived. We literally have to to desire what God desires. And the more that you're in close proximity with God, mm, the more your heart is now in alignment with his heart. So now the things that God desires, you desire. When I look back on my, at my life and the things that I used to do, I was cutting up, baby. I got a testimony. Testimonies, plural. And what's so crazy is I remember even, <laughs> what's kind of funny is I remember um, like a couple weeks ago, I was with some peeps or whatever, and we were playing um, Never Have I Ever. Just chilling, whatever. Never Have I Ever. And... I remember like there were some things that were like brought like you know like the okay for those who don't know whatever have I ever is you put 10 fingers up um if um somebody says something that they haven't done but if you've done it you put your finger down first person that gets to zero you're the loser or whatever and when there would be times where I'd be putting my hands down because I didn't did some stuff and the people were shocked they're like you like you don't even look like you would do like you could have even done such a thing and I said, yeah, that was really before I, I really gave my life to Christ. But I'm redeemed. Like, I'm a new creature. I had to put down my old life. And I'm not saying that it just because I, I'm putting down my own life doesn't mean that my flesh don't desire what it wants. Your flesh is always going to be your flesh. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Because what the enemy will try to do is he'll try to make you feel bad for your flesh desiring what the flesh won't. The flesh desire it. It's the, it's the flesh. But who are you yielding to? Who are you submitting to? Are you submitting to your flesh or are you submitting to your, uh, the spirit of God that is within you? If you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and have been born again. Who, who are you letting lead you? It's, it's, your 
fornicate. Your flesh gonna want to get high, y'all. My flesh be wanting to get high. Jesus, for real. Y'all know I'm transparent up in here all the time. So you mean to tell me, Lord, that I got to put this weed down so that you can be glorified? So that my family can be delivered? But Lord, do you know how bad I want to smoke a bleezy right now? What are you talking about? <laughs> Lord, what are you talking about? Lord, what you mean? I can't be drunk no more. I can't be drunk. I can't go out in drunkenness. It's hard, Lord. What do you mean? Be led by the spirit, daughter. Be led by my spirit. What are you willing to sacrifice and put down to see God, God's glory be manifested, not only just here on earth, but in your life, in your family's life. We're just transitioning here on this earth. This is preparing us for eternity. I want to experience heaven on earth. I want to experience the, the abundant. Lord, what is your perfect will for my life? What does that look like? I want to see that manifested here on earth, right here, right now. I don't want to limit myself to worldly thinking and be bound with limited beliefs and all this nonsense. No, I'm a child of God. Abundance is my birthright. Freedom is my birthright. It is my birthright to be able to commune with the father the creator of all things i can commune with him i can speak with him and he can speak with me why because i'm a child of god and i understand not even just that and i understand the spiritual discipline of prayer because I understand the spiritual discipline of spending time in his presence. I understand the spiritual discipline of worship. Even when your life, it looks like it is like, Lord, ain't no coming back from this. It doesn't take away the fact that worship, worship, you worship God throughout the good, throughout the bad. God is still good. Even when life may not be good. So I came back. I'm here. And hmm, Jesus. I I just I just want to be used by God in whatever capacity. You know, God is doing a lot within this podcast. A lot of shifts are happening, a lot of rearrangements are happening. I'm not the same jazz. And there's certain things, and I'm not saying like, and I think another reason why I was kind of nervous and coming back, um, not only because it was comfortable, okay, no, for like once, nobody's asking like the pocket, like, like, you know, you know, like when you, when you just put down one of your responsibilities. But like I said, you can't get comfortable in that because there's souls that you're here on assignment. That my assignment is attached to this podcast. So I can't just sit here willy nilly and do, you know. Even when you don't feel like you're good enough, even when you feel like, God, how is this going to happen? What do you mean? What are you trying to do here? But you know what, Lord, I'm going to submit. I'm going to submit. There was something else I was going to say that was attached to that about, you know, me preparing for coming back. It's going to come back to me. But I'm saying all this to say, in essence, um, that I, I, Lord, whatever you want, the season. I mean, this podcast has always been yours, but I mean, for real, for real now. 
So even down to the things that are going to be said, there's some things that are really going to irritate your flesh. And that's okay. Because we know that we're, we're our, our spirit and our flesh are at war against one another. The flesh don't like the Holy Spirit. The flesh don't like uh, yielding and, and patience, all that. Nah, they want to do what they want. And, you know, our, our desire, and the thing is, our flesh, we're stuck with our flesh until we're six feet under. So now it's time for us to implicate and, and use the, the, the principles, the kingdom principles to help us navigate around that and to live, um, live with our flesh, but not be, but not serve our flesh. I got to live with my flesh because my flesh is here. It's, it's my nature. It's my human carnal nature, but that doesn't mean that's what I need to submit and yield to. Though I'm in the world, I'm not of the world. My mind is in a different kingdom. It's in a different place and the spirit is in the kingdom of heaven. So I operate and move differently. How bad do you want to see your bloodline set free? It's tough, I know. And some days I struggle and some days I go back. Sometimes I go, sometimes I I, I slip. Honest and trans, thank you, Lord Jesus. Ha! I love how you did that, Lord. I was saying that one, okay, back to um, real quick, how I was saying like one of the like other things that like with me going away that I was like, me coming back that I was kind of nervous, nervous about one, y'all know I'm very transparent. I've always been a transparent person. Um, never over, like not overshare, but really being led in my transparency. Um, that's just how I am. Right. So being, and I know that even time and time again, when I've been transparent about my journey, my journey through it all, um, seeing, you know, other people, um, set free from that because, of my transparency, but sometimes now when you have, um, so much big of a focus on you and you're, you're being transparent, it's kind of, you're kind of a little bit, uh, that, that spirit of fear wants to, to, to shut your mouth or muzzle you because it's like, Oh, people look up to you. So, you know, your transparency, like they're going to like, I thought you were blah, 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 like this perfect person, which I'm not. But anyways, people need to look up, look towards Jesus. This isn't me. I'm just a vessel. And when I understood that, it helped me like go forth. You know what I mean? So like, even if you're somebody who's like, but you know, like you you don't know what I just did last week or even last night. I probably don't know what you did, but you should never allow that to hinder you from allowing God to use you the way that he desires to use you. Living, breathing, sacrifice. So it's some things that I struggle, um, or it's it's that grief, that that putting down that old life. But what hurt, what 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 gives me hope though through it all, through all this sacrifice, because generational curse breakers. If you truly are someone who is working towards, you know, really being in alignment with that, and every day dying to your flesh daily, you can relate. You know, you know this. 
that 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 you, it's a, it's a constant sacrifice and you're like I really don't live for myself I'm really living for God however Lord you telling me to move okay I'm gonna move okay Lord you said leave out this relationship okay I'm leaving out this relationship okay Lord you said start this and connect with that person okay I'm gonna do it. like you you're, you're literally walking by faith and being led by the Holy Spirit like 24 7 like and, and and even with that oh Jesus sometimes it's like you know, when you're looking at it from a carnal place, it's like, but I want to do what I want to do. I want to please myself. I want to, I want to do what makes me happy. Happiness does not equate to holiness. Thank you, Lord, for bringing that back because the Lord dropped that in my bucket yesterday because I hear a lot of people say this all the time, all the time. Yeah, just do what makes you happy, man. Just do what makes you happy. You could be happy and not set apart. And if you're not set apart, what are you doing? Because we're called to be set apart. That is if you want to be an ambassador for the kingdom of heaven. If you want to live in the world and, you know, be, you know, do that and miss the kingdom of God and, and don't care about your, the, the life eternity, then, you know, no, that's your decision. But I'm talking for the people who, <laughs> for the people who want to experience the fullness of God, the people who want <clears throat> Jesus. The people who really want to live for God. Happiness does not equate to holiness. Something can make you happy, but it can be sinful and leading you straight to hell. Literally. And there's things that make us happy that are like, just because it's holy don't mean that you can't be happy in it. You know what I mean? Because there's some things that make us happy that please our flesh. But grieves the Holy Spirit. Hmm, Jesus. Is your flesh happy or is your is, is the Holy Spirit happy? Check that. Evaluate that. Evaluate some of the things that you do, what, whatever the, this quote-unquote happy thing is, and ask yourself, Holy Spirit, are you happy when I'm doing this? Is, this? is this happiness coming from a sense that the Holy Spirit is pleased and is happy? Or is this my flesh that's happy? Jesus. So I'm going to end start wrapping this up i'm gonna say this this journey is not for the weak well actually i'm gonna say this it actually is for the weak because when we are weak god is strong that is god's strength is made perfect in our weakness and it's okay not to be superman or superwoman because where are you leaving room for god to be god <laughs> we cannot be the god of our own lives i mean you can but it's only going to take you so far and you're going to miss out on so much because you want to be so self-sufficient instead of putting your dependence on God himself. It pleases him when we, when we depend on God. It pleases him because that's all he wants to do. For us to live in, 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 in harmony, in unison, we're reconciled with the Father that is our friend, that's our companion, our counselor, anything you need. He wants us to depend on him above all else, before the money, before the romantic relationships. He wants us to seek him, his kingdom and his righteousness first above all else. God wants to be placed first. And when you do that, all else shall be added upon to you. 
I know sometimes we talk about, dang, you got to die to your flesh. You got to surrender so much, but you gain so much more. There are benefits when you are in Christ. There are benefits. Jesus Christ is the Messiah. If you abide in him, and I mean for real, and just surrender. Hmm. Gonna blow your mind away. In this season, I'm going to be open and transparent about my journey of breaking these generational curses. Just really on my journey of being all who God has called me to be. And dropping, you know, the gems that the Lord has given me to share with you. So we can all do this together. Because I want all of us to be who God has called us to be. It's boring if it's just you. That's lame, ew, disgusting. Can we all be in full alignment with our purpose, please? Because there's so much power that's attached to that. So much freedom, so much breakthrough, so much deliverance attached to you being all who God has called you to be. And, um, you know, fellowshipping and just being connected with other people who are doing so. And that's what it's about. So I don't know what to expect this season. I still have like... Uh, my outline and the different things like my other like pre-recorded episodes but we just gonna take it a day at a time a week at a time there won't be any more acts jazz until further notice but i want you to just be encouraged that it is worth the process life is a life full of processes no matter what there is a process. If you get a job and you have to move across to a new state and, and you have to buy furniture, look for apartments, that is a process. Then you have to experience the process of now um, starting the job at this new place and getting comfortable learning your surroundings. It's a process. It's an application process when it comes to going to college. It's so many processes, even when it comes to giving delivery, giving birth. Life is a life of processes. God moves throughout the processes. So that is why during whichever phase or step that you are in in your process, you ask God, God, what do you want me to take away from this season or in this process or in this in this particular point right now? What is it? What is your will? And allow him to show you. So with that being said, I love you so much. And thank you so much for your support, your patience, your time and your love. If this episode blessed you in whatever way, definitely, you know, put it on your socials. Tag me. I'll repost it. Send it to, you know, somebody that you know, that you love and care about, that you want them to be in all who God has called them to be. And I'll see you back here next week. I love you so much. But God loves you so much more. As I always say, positive vibes only. Stay true to yourself. And always remember to remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, which is God's will.